0: Hey, Daryl Spicer. Hey Gary Rayburn. Man, are we having a great time on this radio station. Yes, we are. Yeah, man, I'll tell you, we've got us an Alabama boy that is joining our team, and his name is Dennis McKay. How's your mama them? <laughs> they fine. Good. Yeah. yeah, we're having such a good time that we want to share this great program that we have with as many people as we can, and we've asked Dennis McKay to join us each week on... These great radio stations that we're on. That's right. I'll be right here with Gary and with Daryl, shifting gears and drinking coffee. That's it. Yeah. So, buckle up, hold on, get her in gear, and here we go. Let's go trailer trucking. Listen and enjoy today's program from Lonesome Road Ministries, Church on the Road. Give us a call. We look forward to hearing from you.
1: I keep those wheels a turning from town to town. There's so much I got to see. I got to look around. I got diesel smoke rolling. From two chrome stacks, my address is 408-414, a big blue Mac. Now it don't matter where I'm going, I just gotta drive. I have that white line fever to the day that I die. I said 18 wheels rolling on the road, it is my life.
0: We got a great program today that song we just heard the road is my life you know how all the drivers love that song yes sir yep. dennis mckay is with us in the cab uh, come on dude, dennis hey. get in the truck with us <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> get, on, get on up here Let's get over daryl well hey how's your mom and them we're having such a good time that we want to share this great program that we have with as many people as we can and we've asked dennis mckay to join us each week on these great radio stations that we're on. That's right. I'll be right here with Gary and with Daryl shifting gears and drinking coffee. That's it. Yeah. Well, we we sure appreciate these drivers letting us ride along with them in the cab. In the cab. Yeah. And we just love being a part of their life, and we love it when they're a part of our life. We just love when they give us a call and tell us about uh, the radio programs that we're doing and tell us how daryl's uh, eating them out of house and home back there in their sleeper yeah, i hear you i hear you
2: we're percolating back here in the back y'all just keep on trucking. <laughs> i
0: hear you baby.
2: hammer down yeah yep. hey
1: does anybody talk on the radio cb radio like they used to
2: not like they used to man i
1: remember i, I used to be one of the worst ratchet jaws oh, on that radio what was your cb handle my cb handle was colonel sanders
3: Colonel Sanders.
1: Sanders. That's exactly right. Why is that? Because I just loved that Kentucky fried oh, chicken. And every uh, time uh, I would find one on the side of the road,
0: I'd stop and get me a box of chicken. I'd be tossing chicken bones out the window going down the road. <laughs> what was yours, Gary? Well, uh, when I first started driving in 1972. You didn't uh, have CBs back then. <laughs> we didn't have CB radios. <laughs> but I remember the first CB radio we got, my dad, he worked in the oil field. he was a driller and everybody called him big drill
3: Hmm.
0: and uh then when uh i was just a kid i was 20 years old and so naturally everybody called me little drill little drill and that became my handle and uh first cb radio i had had to drill a hole in there to make a bracket and i drilled a hole right through the radio So Little Drill drilled a hole in his radio. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, I was stuck cool. with that handle. I couldn't get, no matter what I called myself, everybody called me Little Drill. So yeah. I finally got used to being called Little Drill. <laughs> and uh, I, tried, I tried to change it to drill. Yeah, to work. Did It didn't work? work. It would work on the road, but uh, then I'd have to explain the drill part. And I'd have to tell everybody about my dad being Big Drill. And they say, Oh, you're a little drill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what, oh, yeah. What was yours, Daryl? It was Razzle Dazzle. Razzle Dazzle. Yeah,
3: razzle
2: them with brilliance or dazzle them with, it. I can't say the rest. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah.
1: I hear you. I think yeah. I might have talked to you yeah, a time it was Razzle
2: Dazzle, Double Clutching Diesel Demon, man. I had the chain driven wallet, the belt buckle oh, looked like yeah. a hubcap off 56 Buick, exactly and the right. double clutching <laughs> boots. And the, the pointy toed boots. Oh, yeah, double clutching boots. Yeah. yeah people thought I was a cowboy instead of a truck driver. Uh
0: huh. Yeah. Are we talking about the good old days? We you know, are. The bad old days. <laughs> AM radio going down the road. Hey, right. speaking of AM radio, I used to just love listening to Dave Nemo's show.
3: I the love Charlie Dave.
0: Douglas and the Road Gang. Charlie Douglas and the Road Gang. <laughs> and Bill Mack on WBAP. Man, I tell you, when you got, a, got one of them channels at night, you didn't have to sit there with your arm up there all yeah. night because them channels would stick with you. Exactly. They might go way low and fade in and fade out, but, uh, they would stay with you. You'd slow down a little bit so you could stay in range. Yeah, <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, them was some good trucking shows back in the day. That was just, mm, that was trailer trucking back in them days. Yeah. yeah I remember, uh, getting my first FM radio me too. Man, that was yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Of course, there wasn't no stations. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. And
0: I'll tell you something else that's really cool. And that's when Joe Warview joins us right here in the cab with another great song. My
4: daddy taught me early how to run that old, moon Said you never take a drink, no You gotta keep it between the lines you Gotta keep that pedal down,
5: boy When you cross Kentucky's line
4: Now the law was chasing my dad But the Lord had me in mind You gotta learn your car some, you gotta keep it running tight. She's gotta make it through the day, but she gotta run all night. When you're running from the lawn, there ain't nothing like a bull. Four- I bet I ran from the law, But I ran from the Lord You can run but you can't hide Never have peace inside You can take the wheel And get life by the tail Every man's gonna fall No matter how strong or tall That will of God Will always prevail one thing you can't afford Is to run from the Lord It was an early summer morning Summer around daylight Daddy was doing the drive in. I'd been driving all night. And I heard those tires are burning saw the tractor in the road. And that day I didn't go to hell, but I didn't have far to go. Woke up in the bean field, daddy wasn't moving on And something just seemed to tell me, that daddy made his last run Running from the heart ain't no big deal you see Cause the law never caught my daddy But the Lord caught up with me You can run but you can't hide Never have peace inside You You can can take the wheel and get life by the tail But every man's gonna fall No matter how strong or tall That will of God will always prevail and the one thing you can't afford is to run from
3: the door.
4: No more running shine there. I'm a preacher now, there. Watch me go.
2: you know, Gary, you've met so many people that's touched your lives. But you know, Gary, you've touched a lot of lives. You know, you're not just a recorder, producer, truck driver. You've also stood behind some pulpits. And, And fortunately, you recorded these messages. And now we're able to share them with the radio public.
0: Yeah, God has blessed me beyond anything I could ever dream, hope, or imagine. And he has sent me all over the country sharing my testimony. And every once in a while he lets me preach a message. I get to preach at our home church once in a while. And I was the interim pastor at Samaria several months and got to preach several messages. And yeah, every once in a while we put them out on a CD and send them out to people out there on the road. So drivers, sit tight,
2: hang on, but here's an awesome message from my good friend, Gary
3: Rayburn.
0: Heard about uh, two little boys. Gonna spend the night at your grandma's house, and the grandma told him to go in and and get ready for bed, and and make sure you say your prayers. And so they both went in, and they started praying. And the little one, man, he was just praying as loud as he could, man, just screaming to the top of his lungs. He it was—it was sounded like a Christmas wish list—is what he was praying for. He was—he was praying for things he wanted for Christmas. And his—and his older brother said. You don't have to pray that loud. God's not hard hearing. He said, I know, but Grandma is. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, I'll always like that. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Uh, Proverbs. Anybody in here like to read Proverbs? Yeah. Yeah. That's not never been one of my favorite books of the Bible. And uh, I've read it a lot. Because uh, it's the book of wisdom, and man, do I need wisdom! <laughs> Anybody else need any wisdom in here? I think we all do. Yeah. And it, there's 31 chapters in Proverbs. If you you can read a chapter a day, and pretty well take you through the month. One few months you might have to read two chapters, but you can read the Proverbs every month. And I, and I've done that several times, reading the Proverbs. And but I've always been always had trouble with Proverbs. Well, me and Linda, we were sitting, uh, sitting at home one Sunday afternoon. We'd been to church, and and we were just talking about reading the Bible and and that, and she's, she's telling me that, man, she just loves Proverbs. And I said, yeah, it's okay, but I, I have trouble with Proverbs. I mean, some of that stuff I just don't get. I just don't understand it. And so I said, well, just, just for... For instance, I just opened up my Bible, just like that, and it turned to Proverbs, uh, I found Proverbs, and it, and it was at Proverbs chapter 30. And that's where it was at, so I just read, read a Proverbs. I said, uh, just like right here, Proverbs uh, 30 chapter 24, if you want to find that. I said, that, that proverb right there, I mean, I just I just read one, just picked one out. And that's the one I went to. Now you figure that out. It was a setup, I can tell you right now. I started reading that, and I I said, right here, verse 24. There are four things which are little on the earth, but they are exceedingly wise. The ants are a people not strong, yet they prepare their food in the summer. The rock badgers are a feeble folk, or the conies. Some Bibles call it the conies yet they make their home in the crags or the rocks. The locusts have no king, yet they all advance in ranks. The spiders skillfully grasp with hands, and it is in king's palaces. I said, right there, I don't understand that. It just don't make no sense to me. And she said, well, I don't know, but I like Proverbs. (laughs) She didn't explain it to me. But she just said, I don't know, but I like Proverbs. I said, well, yeah, it's okay. I like them too, but it's just not my favorite book of the Bible. And that was kind of the end of the conversation right there. And then we went to church that night out at Orchardville Church. That's where we was going at the time. At that time, we was having Sunday night church. Of all things to have. (laughs) A lot of churches don't do that anymore. But we went to church that Sunday night. And Mark Shell was our pastor. Great, great preacher. Man, he was awesome. And he started out, he said, Turn to Proverbs, (laughs) chapter 30, verse 24. And that was his sermon that night. And he sat there and preached on that scripture right there and explained it all to me. That was that was for me, man. That was personal there. You know, God is a personal God, isn't He? He wants to. He wants to. He is in every conversation that we have. I mean, it was just like God was right there in the living room with us, and He heard. What we was talking about? He hears our, he hears our cries, he hears our moans, our groans. He even hears our just simple conversations like we was having there. That is an awesome God, an awesome God, awesome God. So, does everybody in here understand <laughs> what these proverbs? Well, I've got a little. Thing right here, I want to share with you because this is, this is good. I looked this up. Uh, this is not Mark Shell's sermon, but he explained it that night very well. And I wish, if I had a really good memory, I could tell you what he said. But I, I looked this up, and it, it's it's in Proverbs 30:24. Uh, says, uh, I'm constantly constantly amazed at the variety of life on Earth: animals, fish, birds. There's all kinds of varieties of each, and the variety speaks loudly of God's existence. Man, God created everything there is, didn't He? But of all all the creatures God has created, there are four that seem particularly wise. Now we're talking about God's creations that are really wise. This Proverbs is the book of wisdom. We can get a lot of wisdom out of Proverbs if we read it. And apply it into our lives. And if we study it, sometimes we have to ask God to explain it to us. And you know what? When you do that, sometimes you don't even have to ask. All you got to do is talk about it, and He explains it to you anyway. (laughs) Just because you need to hear. But of all the creatures God has created, there are four that seem particularly wise. Even though they are small in size, the ant, the coney, the locust, and the spider. There are four things which are little upon the earth, but they are exceedingly wise. The ant are a people not strong, yet they prepare their meat in the summer. The conies are but a feeble folk, yet make their house in rocks. The locusts have no kings, yet yet they go forth, all them by bands, all together in groups." The spider takes hold of with her hands and is in king's palaces. Now, the ant. Let's look at the ant. The proverb uh, writer begins by stating that the ants are not strong. And they're not. They're little bitty guys down there and all you got to do is walk over and step on one, right? The ants aren't very strong. They're not very big. It's really easy to crush an ant. but. In relative terms, ants have amazing strength. Have you ever watched an ant carry a morsel of food? Yeah. They're tireless and strong. In fact, those who study ants tell us they can carry 10 to 50 times their own weight. 10 to 50 times their own weight. That would be like a 150-pound man carrying uh, an object of 1,500 to 7,500 pounds. Now imagine that. But more important than their relative strength, ants are constantly making preparation for the future. It seems they never rest. They are in constant motion as they go about their work. In Proverbs 6, 6-8, through 8, the sluggard is warned to pattern himself after the ant. The lazy person, the sluggard. The ants are always working, tireless. Man, that's what Christian people... Need to be. We need to be more like a the ants. We need to just be tireless at reaching and teaching, and going out and sharing the gospel with uh, you've heard me say it. Our family, our friends, and our neighbors. That's that's what it's all about. Go to the ant, thou sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise, which have no guide, overseers, or rulers. Provide. Provideth her meat in the summer and gathereth her food in the harvest. They're always storing up, getting ready for what's coming. And that's what we have to do as as Christian people. We have to be ready. We have to store up and be ready for what's coming. And all you got to do is look around. Things are getting worse all the time. It ain't getting any better. So we we need to get to work and start reaching people that we love, that we care about. Those around us. Ants are also armored. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I'm learning stuff here too. Scientists call the hard outer shell of an ant chitin. It protects them from a hostile environment and contributes to their strength. Now, check that out. An armor. What's the Bible tell us in Ephesians chapter 6? To put on the full armor of God. What will that do if we do that? It will strengthen us. It will protect us. It makes us more than we could ever be. If we'll do that. The Christian is to be armored. So put on the full armor of God. All around us are evil men who would undo our faith but God in His wisdom has provided us with a unique and glorious armor to protect us. And that's the Word of God. If we'll just put on the whole armor of God as we go out each day, each day, each day. You know, we need to do that every day. We've got to put on the full armor of God each and every day. Going out and witnessing to others. We, need, we must be tireless in our work for the Lord. Tireless. There's no place to quit when you become a Christian. There's no place to quit until God calls you home. Okay, let's look at the, the badger, the coney. He's a neat little guy. I like him too. I'm not sure what animal the Proverbs reader has in mind here in this verse. Uh, the New American Standard translates as a badger. The, uh, King James, let's just go with King James. King James translated as a coney or a rabbit. I like rabbits. We're going to go with a rabbit. Okay? Whatever they are, they, this, this animal, he makes his house in the rocks. They are small and weak. <laughs> they are small and weak, yet they have wisdom to find security in the rocks. The spiritual comparison is is compelling like the badger or rock, rabbit we can only find real security in the rock and that's Jesus Christ. We have to be wise enough to seek out the rock in our life and that's Jesus Christ. We have to stay on that rock. We have to stay hidden in that rock. Just like that one song you you sang, he hideth my soul, he put us in the cleft of the rock. God wants to protect us. He wants to keep us safe. But we have to do our part. Psalms 18.2 says, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, whom I trust. Psalms 42. He brought me up also out of a horrible pit, out of the mire clay, and set my feet upon a rock, and established my going. Man, that's what he wants to do to all of us. He wants to bring us up out of them pits that we get ourselves in, And put our feet upon the rock. That's Jesus Christ. And then he wants to establish our going. He's got something for us to do. He really does. And we got to get out and do it. Psalm 61, 2. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. 1 Chronicles 10, 4. For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them. That rock was Jesus Christ. The believer would be wise to emulate the, the rock badger or the coney by finding solace and care in the rock of Jesus Christ. That's where it is. That's where our protector is. That's, that's where we can go when things get tough. We can hide ourselves in the cleft of the rock. The locust. Let's look at the locust. A simple locust is hardly noticeable. You know, you go out here and and one little locust, you, eh, get away from me. You know, that's nothing. In fact, by itself, a locust is harmless and insignificant. But when locusts travel together, they get the world's attention. Christian people, when we're out there by ourselves trying to be a witness, it's tough, it is. We don't, get a, we don't accomplish a lot, but if this church will pull together and all work together for one cause, and that's for reaching people, man, we can make a difference. We can make a difference. It's like a, a single snowflake. That don't amount to much. It pretty well melts when it hits. But if you get enough snowflakes working together, you can stop traffic. All right. The the lesson of the locust seems to be that God never intended us for us to work alone. We can accomplish so much more working together. And that's what we have to do as a church. You know, there's only so much that one person can do. But if we all work together for the same cause, for reaching others, we can make a difference. Not only in this area, but all across the country, just like that truck driver uh, last Sunday, listening to a CD, give his heart to Jesus, and now he's he can't wait to get home and and talk to his wife and share with his wife, and he can't wait for to get him in church somewhere. You know that's what it's really all about. It's all about that. Is reaching people out there for Jesus Christ. If we'll just keep it all about Him, and not about us, not about, not about. Anything but Jesus Christ. If we'll do that, man, God's going to bless us beyond anything that we could ever dream, imagine, or hope for. It's true. It's true. Uh, After the creation of Adam, Adam, God knew it was not good that man should be alone. So Eve was created to provide Adam with help and assistance. Now, you've seen last week how my wife helped me with my, with my uh, chitlins, <laughs> chickens or whatever they were, chicklets. <laughs> See, we've got to have that helpmate with us all the time to help us in times when we get to stumbling over our tongues sometimes. But uh, God created us to work together. He gave me Linda. For, you know, if it wasn't for Linda, I wouldn't even be here today. I mean, I wouldn't even be saved. I'd probably be dead. It was because of her, because of her prayers and her getting a church, a church just like this, to pray for me. She called the 700 Club one night and had them pray for me. You know, prayer works because of Linda. I'm here today. And I'm saved and and working as hard as I can for the Lord. It's all because of Linda and a church that cared enough to pray for this old rotten sinner truck driver that was out on the road in Ecclesiastics uh, 4.9 I love this verse it says uh, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor I've got a picture two little kids they're at the water fountain one's on her hands and knees and the other one's standing on her back getting a drink of water that's working together and then they Change, and then the other one gets a drink. But without the other one, they couldn't reach the water fountain. So many times. With, we need each other. we we got to work together. we got to work together. All right, let's look at the, the spider real quick. Now, this is an interesting one here, too. Let's see here. Spiders are very ingenious in weaving their web with finesse and exactness, such as an art can pretend to come near. They spin a fine thread out of their bowels with great art, and they are not only in poor men's cottages, but also in kings' palaces. A spider can be anywhere, any place. It's not, it doesn't, uh, it's no respecter of persons, I think is what the Bible says. That's what we have to be. We have to be no respecter of persons. We have to go out and witness. It's not just uh, for certain people, that we want to get into here. No, we we got to witness to everybody. Everybody, everybody needs Jesus Christ. The beauty of the spider comes from from within, and he shares this beauty whether in a poor rich poor or rich man's dwelling. Yeah, that's the spider. Have you ever wondered about a spider? How it. Um, can go across that in webs, or spin them webs, and then uh, a fly or something gets caught in that web, and a spider never gets caught. Why is that? Anybody know? Yeah. I heard, uh, let's see, I can't remember the preacher's name I was preaching on that one day. Man, it was good. I thought, man, that's good stuff there. i got to remember that. A, a spider secretes oil through its body, down to its feet. It's got little suction cups. And it secretes oil down there. And it can slide along that web and never get caught. It's anointed. It's the anointing that the spider has that makes him slide across. Each one of us Christians, we have an anointing within us. If we're saved and born again, God has anointed us to do things that we're not capable of. We have that anointing oil within us if we will just let it out let it out don't keep it in here we got to let it out and we got to go out and touch people all around us and if we'll do that God's going to bless us He really will so that's, that's my little story about uh, Proverbs and I think it's so neat that when you can be sitting there just carrying on a conversation in the midst of your home, and God's right in the middle of it. If we'll invite Him in, He's right there every time. And we've got to invite God into all our, every place we go. If we'll do that, He wants to be part of everything that we do. Just sitting there in the living room talking, me and Linda. And, and tons and tons of other times we've done something, and, and it's just like God give us the answer. And Father, I just pray, God, that You're going to anoint us with that oil and use us. Lord, help us to put on that full armor each day and to stand on the solid rock, Lord, and to be united as one. Father, help us to go out and share Jesus everywhere we go, Father. And just bless uh, each and every person here, Lord. We lift up our prayer needs, our prayer requests, those that are hurting, those that are sick, Lord. We pray for healing. And God, we just pray that You're going to continue to bless our efforts here, Lord, and and watch over and, and keep us safe, Lord, as we travel home tonight. And Father, we just thank You and praise You for everything that You're going to do. Lord, bless all those CDs out there right now, Lord. People are listening right now. And Father, I just pray. That you're drawing people to you, Father. That people will be saved through the efforts that we're putting out here. And God, we thank you and praise you for each and every person here tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. At the dark.
5: Of days I was lost without hope, just an old sinner, thief, at the end of my rope. In my mind was a scripture many times I had scorned. While down the road they led Jesus, they claimed virgin born. That day I met Jesus hanging there on a tree. I as he spoke and he beckoned to me i left a lifetime of misery hanging there don't you see that day i met jesus that day he saved me there was nothing to do that would alter my past that's when i knew That this day was my last They nailed this man Jesus On a cross next to me There I opened my heart New life to receive That day I met Jesus Hanging there on a tree I heard as he spoke and he begged
0: pray with you, and we want to help you with your walk with Christ. And if you've never asked Jesus Christ into your heart, then right now is the best time to do it. All you got to do is open up your heart and simply pray a simple prayer and just ask Him to change you, change your heart. And when you do that, God will do it, and then He will set your feet upon the path that he has for you. God has a plan for you and he wants to bring you up to new levels. So listen to this song and then do us a favor. Now do yourself a favor. Give us a call. Let us pray with you. Whatever's going on in your life, you may have been saved for a long time. and You just, things are falling apart. We want to help you and we want to lift you up to the throne room of God. So, If you want to give us a call, we would love to hear from you. My phone number is 618-383-2107, or you can call Chaplain Dennis McKay. 662-889-2829. Or you can give Chaplain Daryl Spicer a call.
2: 615-663-3199.
0: Listen to this song by Joe Arview and then give us a call.
4: Me be my song of praise For it was grace That brought my liberty I do not know Just why He came To love me so he looked beyond my fault and saw my need. I shall. Yeah
2: out there that needs help. If you're serious about changing your life and being saved from the sin that you're in, then we'd love to pray with you. And if you're ready to do that and commit your life to Jesus, all you have to do is a simple prayer driver. Jesus, I know you died for me. I want to live for you, and I ask that you forgive me of my sins Accept me as your child, and I will live for you for the rest of my life. Lord, I need you, and I'm drowning in this sea of sin. And Lord, it's dark where I'm at. And you said that if we come unto you, that we'll see the light, and that we'll be in the light. So we're asking you right now, Lord, to save my soul, come into my heart.
4: myself on a walkway but I couldn't help but run driving my life in the fast lane not far ahead of the gone I take a pill to get up in the morning, and the whiskey got me to bed. I never thought I'd ever see forty. All I've been through, guess I should be dead. I was searching for a life for the prophet when I heard from a prophet of old I was carrying my gold Searching for the end of the rainbow When I found where the rain told me, trust Jesus, and i tell him he was just a man, and I was held bent to be a free bird, to fly away and never land. Mama was right about Jesus He's the way, He's the truth, and He's the life He walked through hell to free us I've walked through hell to find His life Searching for a life for a prophet when I heard from a prophet of old, I was carrying. For the end of the rainbow, when I found where the rainbow begins, yes, I found where the rainbow.
2: If you have prayed that prayer, we're so proud for you. We'd love for you to call us and let us know that you've made this decision. And if you don't call us, call somebody. But you can call me at
0: 615-663-3199 or you can call my good friend, Chaplain Gary Rayburn at 618-383-2107. Let us send you some free CDs that will help you be that witness that God has called you to be. These CDs, once you listen to them, all you have to do is share them with somebody else out there on that old Lonesome Road, and you'll be a witness for God. So log on to LonesomeRoad.org. How about a song off of our Lonesome Road Volume 1 project? This song here is in the top five diamond award nominations for christian country song of the year the mckay project taking me home
1: Same
2: you sing us out of here off this radio program?
0: let's do it let's what you going to sing now brother let's do it at the foot of the tree how's that, that that's my awesome. testimony in song and uh that's the first song that we've done on it is on uh lonesome road volume, volume one. one that was the very first one yeah here is dennis mckay singing at the foot of the tree
1: Without hope Eighteen wheels of lonesome At the end of the road In my hand was a track The preacher had read His words still echoing In the back of my head I felt so ashamed When I thought of my past Broken hearted and lonesome, so long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery at the foot of the tree road, And I shared the good news wherever I go Yes, there's been a change I'm not the man I used to be And I tell everybody what's happened to me How I felt so ashamed when I thought of my past But I called his name So long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus At the foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome, so long I'd been lost I left a lifetime of misery at the foot of the tree
0: to hear from you my phone number is 618-383-2107 or you can call chaplain Dennis McKay 662-889-2829 or you can give chaplain Daryl Spicer a call 615-663-3199 yeah so join us next week right here in the cab that's right I'll be right here with Gary and with Daryl shifting gears
2: and drinking coffee that's it yeah
1: I've been driving all night, got 400 miles to go Got the pedal to the middle and Vince Gill on the radio I just went through Texarkana heading down to San Antonio well, that's the life of the trucker Driving
3: his long road